this is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. I think the reason people don't make more efforts in changing culture and societal norms is because they feel like they have to make a huge effort in order to make a difference. And because they don't feel like they can make that superhuman effort, then they don't do anything. And we see that in the political schema, in changing society and culture, as well as in business. So, for example, in our house, recycling in the environment is very important. And it feels like there's so much more we could do. And it can feel overwhelming, and we do feel we're not doing enough. And of course, we can always do more, no matter what concept we're talking about, what movement we're talking about. Could we do more? Absolutely. We can always do more. And we, we can only do what we do. But it occurred to me that just making one small change can actually have a larger impact than what you realize. So, for example, we have seen several news stories about how there's this vortex in the ocean of plastic, that all of this plastic waste, uh, one-use plastic bags and, and the like, and somehow it's gotten into our oceans, and there's just this huge whirlpool vortex filled with plastic. That can't be good. So we took a look at our use of plastic. You're in the grocery stores and you put your veggies in a plastic bag. If you don't live in a place that has banned plastic grocery bags, then you might use plastic grocery bags to take the groceries out to the car. Ziploc baggies to put leftovers or sandwich bags in. So we started paying attention to how much plastic especially that one-use plastic that we consume and then throw away in our household. So one step we took was to go to Costco and buy two boxes of plastic containers because we found we were going through Ziploc baggies, we were putting you know, fresh zucchini in the freezer in a Ziploc bag. We were putting sandwiches in Ziploc bags. We were putting our leftover cut veggies, you know, for tomorrow's dinner or snackies, as we call them, you know, in a Ziploc bag in the fridge. We were going through quite a bit of just Ziploc baggies. So we bought those two boxes of containers, said no more Ziploc bags, and now we have something like 40 or 50 containers, and they get used. Put them in the freezer, put them in the refrigerator. My daughter takes her lunch to work and she puts her sandwich or whatever in a container, brings the container back home. So that was a small change we made, but we actually feel like it's a, it's a big one because we saw how much plastic bag usage was occurring in our household. So in that case, we made one small change, stop using Ziploc baggies, 
and switch to containers. And yes, we're one household out of millions and billions, but we've reduced, at the very least, our plastic bag consumption by that. I feel like that makes a difference. So it doesn't have to be this huge thing, this huge, monumental, giant, Herculean step. It could simply be just a little more effort. My older daughter is vegan. And she said, if someone can't go vegan all the way, they just, they don't feel like that lifestyle, they could do that. Is there one thing that they could do? Could they stop buying grocery store ground beef and maybe buy ground beef from a local farmer who has free range cattle instead of the industrialized uh, cattle industry where they're all shoved together in, in these awful living conditions. That made sense to me. What's one small change you can make that yes, it's just you, but if we all made one small change, one small effort, what could we do? This brings to mind a tool put out by the TAS group, T-A-S, and it's a sales velocity equation. So with this equation, they've shown that if you do these certain things, and I'll explain that in a moment, you can increase, increase your profit by 47%, so almost 50%. So before I explain the sales velocity equation, and I said, well, there are four factors Would you think that in order to increase your profit by 47%, does that mean that you probably have to increase those four factors by 47%, therefore a whole nother 50% effort? I think intuitively, unless you're a math genius, which I'm not, that's what most of us would think. Oh, well, a 40% increase in profit, that means we have to put almost a 50% increase in effort into some of these areas. What the task group has proved is that with just a little bit of an increase in effort, that you can increase profit by 47%. So here are the four factors. And I realize you're listening, but see if you can visualize it in your head. So again, it's an equation. So your revenue, your profit, equals the number of sales opportunities you work, so think of that as the number of leads, times your average sale, so the, the, the price of the average sale, the average deal that you make, times your closing rate, your win rate. And then you divide all that by the length of your sales cycle. So it's number of sales opportunities and leads times your average sale, times your closing rate, divided by the length of your sales cycle. What they show is that if you increase those top three factors on the top of the equation by 10%, and you decrease your sales cycle at the bottom, on the bottom, the denominator of the equation, by 10%, that gets you your 47% increase. So let's use this with numbers. So let's say you have 100 leads. Well, if you increase your leads by 10%, now you're talking about 110 leads. Sounds a lot easier 
to find a way to get 10 more leads than say to get 47 more leads, that 47%. If your average deal, let's say is $1,000, well, if you raise your rates or you sell more of a higher product and you can raise your average sale to $1,100, doesn't that seem easier and more possible than say $1,500? And then your closing rate. Say you have a 25%, let me make make the math easier. Let's say you have a 20% closing rate. If you increase your closing rate by 10%, then you wanna increase it to 22%. Doesn't that seem more manageable? Oh yeah, I could close 22% of my sales as opposed to 20%. Yeah, I can put my effort there. And then the bottom factor, the denominator, the sales cycle. So say your sales cycle is 10 days. If you decrease that by 10% and you can make your sales cycle nine days instead of 10, that seems reasonable too, right? So this mathematical sales velocity equation shows you don't have to put in 47% more effort in order to get a 47% increase. You simply have to do a small increase in various factors, or in the case of the sales cycle, a small decrease. It was interesting, the report that I read from the TOS group, and they said, most companies in their sales departments and every organization, even nonprofits, are in sales. They concentrate on getting more people into the pipeline. So they concentrate on getting more of those opportunities, those leads. Instead of looking at their average sales price, their, their closing rate, or even their sales cycle. And they showed that if you just ignored trying to get more leads and instead increased your average deal rate, your your sales by 10% and your win rate by 10% and decreasing your sales cycle by 10%, even just what we said before, your profit is increased by 37%. So even ignoring one of those factors and still applying 10% effort to those other ones, you still get a 37% increase. So whether you're going to look at your your sales efforts and the sales velocity equation, or it's something else, maybe productivity, maybe employee satisfaction, maybe successful hiring, maybe customer retention, any factor you look at, what are some small increases that you could make that actually might make a much bigger result than you realize so that your increase turns out to be more than that amount of effort you've put in. Darren Hardy wrote a great book called The Compound Effect where he talks about this very thing. You put in this small amount of effort, you make one small change and you do it over time and your resulting increase is far greater than that initial change. It's the reasoning behind compound interest. So my challenge to you is, whether you're talking about you individually 
or your department, your team, your organization, what one small change can you put into effect that could result in a much higher percentage of increase and success and results? Are you going to take me up on the challenge? Reach out to us over at the Schuler Group, LLC.com, and leave a comment about what one small change that you can make that could result in a big increase. Until next time, may you thrive.